Squire Radio, I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo, good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing today? Man, I'm uh, about to pull my hair out. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, man, you rolled right into this digital room right here. Did you have a, a good Thanksgiving? Did you eat a lot? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, you know, it, it, the, problem with this, the problem with this time of year is that, you know, being a retailer, um, you know, it's, it's not really the holiday season. It's more like... Um, Ooh. I, I don't know. It's just running the gauntlet, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you just got a lot going on. So it, it's a fun time. It's exciting. But it's also, uh, you know, where everyone else is kind of taking, you know, three and four day weekends and eating a whole bunch and, um, you know, sitting back uh, watching football and all that kind of stuff. You're, um, you know, we're, we're typically we're typically not doing that. <laughs> oh so, man, yeah, that's yeah, man. Right. It's it's wide open. We uh we ran a uh, Black Friday Cyber Monday kind of sale for a few days here, and yeah, man, it's just been full throttle. It it, it has been. So we are so grateful, so excited, but uh, we are very tired. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sending pipes all over the world, which has been a lot of fun, and blending up a whole lot of tobacco, including a lot of our Christmas blends, which which are still available, by the way. But so anyway, just uh, rocking and rolling, man, trying to make it work. <laughs> yeah, man, the holiday season, uh, no, no rest for the retail. That is, that is absolutely true. It's brutal, man. I, I don't think people really understand that. You know, if you ever get into the retail business, you kind of just have to know going into it that that this time of year you're just um you're just torched. I mean, you really are. It's just uh you know it's it's a it's it's a wild uh, time of year. So and, and this this year particularly, I think I don't know if there's a lot of pent up demand or like if it's mm. for whatever reason it's just been. Uh, been really active so we're uh, anyway we're very thankful man we're um, you know paying some bills making sure the the uh, employees are fed and uh, you know diapers are bought and the rent's paid and all that kind of stuff and we're uh, we're, we're very thankful but we're, we're burning the candle at both ends <laughs> Oh, no doubt, man. I got it. I got a chance to see you in action uh, for like two seconds. That was <laughs> wild, week. man. I looked up uh, from the midst of my, you know, just stupor of, uh, you know, having my nose down to the grindstone and and there's Bo and he's in my shop. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny. I was like, hey, what, what are you doing here? You know, it was, it was really great. You know, one of those things where I just I had totally forgotten you were coming in town. And I yeah, it's like the up. brain can't quite compute. Like, you're not I supposed was, to be here. <laughs> I know, right? I, 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 uh, it just doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was really great to see you, man. Thanks for coming by the shop. I, um, yeah, in the middle of the fog, I just couldn't quite, uh, you know, compute uh, what was happening. But it was it was great, man. Came by and uh, got to hug your neck and uh, spend a, literally about 45 seconds with you. And that was if, that. if even that. Look, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more because it sets yeah. up beautifully what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, this week. no, that's but, right. That's right. Man, before we dive into it, there's a couple things we need to talk about. First of all, that's our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash country squire radio. This yeah. is the country squire radio international pipe club who is making this show happen every single week. Man, we've got two count them one, two brand new club members at the squire level joining us. Junior. Hadley, Junior now, Hadley. Yeah. Now I, I can't. I can't. You know this. this just actually, don't even. Just. But just, I mean, just, like, I could say, like, like, is the father senior Hadley? You know, is it third? The third Hadley is the the child of Junior. <laughs> I, I. There's so many questions I have about the name, but perhaps yeah, it's best no. just to just it, to move just, on. He's just Junior. Yeah. No, that's great, Junior. Thank you for hopping in. Who else we got, bud? Man, we got Derek Jargon. J- Jarnigan. <laughs> oh, oh J- so 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 Jarn again. So Jarnigan. this is the second Jarn. This he, he jarned, is Derek he jarned again. He's rejarning. <laughs> he's rejarning. Yeah. So That's Derek right. the second. Uh, D- Derek Jarn the second, or Jarek Jarn again. Both of them joining at the square level, guys. Thanks so much for your support. If you'd like to learn how you can support the show. Head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio. Also, we are really, really uh, excited to uh, continue our kind of deal that we've got going on with our friends at Sylvan Forge. Of course, the country squire radio ring. Uh, if you've not gotten your country squire ring, you need to do that immediately. Like stop yes. what you're doing right now. <laughs> I I, I want to tell you that it'll still be there by the time you listen to this. And I that will be true depending on when you listen to this. So right. No, that's right. Yeah. It, it, hopefully you're listening like, you know, the day this episode comes out and and hopefully you go buy a ring. Yeah. Get your rings. Get your rings in. If, if your significant other is thinking about getting you a ring, you need to make it happen right now. So uh, head over to CountrySquireRadio.com. You will see the link there and it'll be up. 
for as long as you are able to do it. This is kind of a hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Get those orders <laughs> in right now uh, if you want to get your Country Squire radio ring. Really, really unique piece of art. and we uh, Yeah, Mimo yeah. Briar, right? Yeah. Mimo Briar, man. Of course, our, our friends at Sylvan Far- Forge Creations have got some amazing rings out there, and we are really, really proud to have this Country Squire radio ring with them. So be sure to check it out. CountrySquireRadio.com is the place to go, to go to find that link and get that in. While you're there, by the way, mm-hmm. nominations are open for the best of 2021. Uh, we are looking for all of you to send in your thoughts on who you think was the best pipe carver this year. What, what company put out the best pipe tobacco? And, you know, we didn't mention it, John David, last week, and we probably should have for anybody that's new to the game. Here at Country Squire Radio, we are we are big fans of Big It Up, Big Up in the industry as a whole, and showcasing a lot of great folks throughout the industry. Yeah. And and it it might if you are if you've never listened how do I say this? If you've never been part of our best of series in the past, you might not realize that there is one particular store, shop, a tobacconist who is off limits. You can't actually nominate this person. You can't actually put them in. Uh, no, it's it's not it's not him. Come on, guys. No, that's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about John David. I'm talking. You, you can't nominate John David. You can't nominate the country squire. That's right. Uh, that's yeah. right. Off limits, man. Yeah. That, that's just uh, not that you would anyway. I mean, that's you know, kind of like uh, I don't know, throwing your you know ugliest, least talented sibling uh, a bone <laughs> by you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, that's great, man. Yeah, uh, so many great people to man. Just give props to uh, this time of year as we're thinking, right. looking back on 2021 and the incredible year it's been, and man, all the power and through the pandemic, but you know, all the you know incredible um, stuff the pipe community has mustered to uh, you know just get us through this season. And uh, man, new blends, uh, new tinned tobaccos, new pipes, yeah. you know, all kinds of interesting things out there, and so. Be sure to go there, CountrySquireRadio.com, and you can make uh, make some nominations. And, uh, man, we'll be uh, selecting those uh, right at the end of the year. Yeah, it's always a blast, and we're looking forward to it. And it is coming up very, very quick. Yep. Man, before we dive into our topic today, any other uh, housekeeping items? Yes, one more, one more. Um, so I- exciting, the day this episode is coming out, which will be December uh, 1st, it's a Wednesday, we will have a whole boatload of... The Sutliff's annual Christmas tobacco, oh. Kringle Flake. Hey, and, um, Kringle Flake. Th- this is this has become a tobacco that has really come on strong. Probably the last, uh, I guess this is the third year, third or fourth year they've done it now, and it is, it's awesome. I mean, it, it is. I think probably the most anticipated limited edition tobacco on the market. Uh, maybe it's it's probably neck and neck with like a. Carolina Red Flake, and uh, you know the the one Jeremy does uh, the with the uh, honey and the tequila and all that stuff. Gosh, mm. my mind is blanking because I'm an idiot. But you know, so so I think those three are probably right there. Uh, Sun Bear, Sun Bear. Ah, uh, yes. I yes, think yes, yes. Uh, those three are right there as far as like probably the most sought after, uh, anticipated, uh, you know, small batch releases of every single year now. Man, Kringle Flake, it's just something to to really be excited about. So this year, what they've done is they've taken a, a matured Virginia, paired it with uh, some ancient Perique. Uh, some of this Perique is uh, almost as as old as some of the listeners that uh, that are probably listening to this show. <laughs> but man, just a, a really cool blend. I'm excited about trying it. We just got our tins in and have been forbidden to release them until uh, <laughs> until December 1st. So we're, uh, we're, we're abiding by that. But uh, man, the good friends of Sutliff are doing that. So uh, anyway, check it out. If you're, you know, you're going to want to jump on those tins. They, again, will, will probably go pretty fast, although we're not sure but uh, you can go to uh, thecountrysquireonline.com and uh, and grab them from us or from you know any other of your favorite uh, online retailers. Now I know in the past with other Christmas blends, you have kind of you know gone through the aging process and kind of rotated them out from that standpoint. Is that is that your preference with uh, Kringle Flake? Yeah, actually it is. This is one of those tobaccos that you would you would do well to get two tins and smoke one now and put one back for you know maybe right. a year. Anytime you're dealing with uh, these matured. Uh, or red Virginia, any Virginias really, uh, you know, the, the more, 
the more time they have on them, they just there's something magic that happens in that tin. There really is, you know. And and of course, this is a vacuum. You know, Sutliff uses a vacuum sealed style tin, which is you know devoid of almost all oxygen. And so the fermentation process there is going to be a little slower, a little different than if it had a little bit of air exposed. If you really wanted to see some magic and really maybe wanted to even accelerate it some, you know, crack a tin open, put it in a mason jar without that much extra room in it, and then let it sit back real tight uh, in a dark uh, room temperature place for you know a year or two, and uh, man, you'll you'll be um, you'll be glad you did, yeah. But this this is one of those tins. It really is. That's a good process, man. All right. Well, that's exciting. You said that's going to be on Wednesday. So uh, Wednesday, December first. Yep. All right. So uh, so be sure to uh, watch for the Country Squire online. Wait. Oh my goodness. What is the website? No, it's the countrysquireonline.com. That's what I thought. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're good. That's right. That's exactly right. So be sure uh, this Wednesday to check out the countrysquireonline.com so you can get your orders in. Man, so much housekeeping items. But you know what? This is the season of the housekeeping because as you mentioned, man, <laughs> the holiday season is is one to be filled with, you know, you got you to gotta keep things all swept up. You got to make things look nice. The shop's got to look nice for your customers. The house has got to look nice because the family's coming in. You got, you know, kids over here. You got the, the missus you're trying to keep happy. You got everything going <laughs> crazy, man. There's housekeeping. Uh, the holiday season You is... said all these things, and, and, and I've just been like, yep, failed at that one, failed at that one, failed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the great thing is in the midst of all the hustle and the bustle, and yes, the yep. failures and the successes that can come along the way, man, <laughs> there there are are these great moments, these moments we pause and we reflect with friends and with family. Uh, you know, for those of us in the faith community, a lot of the holiday season is, is really a celebration of our faith, but it's also a time of fellowship where we kind of get together with uh, with our friends and our family and just, and just really connect. And it's those quiet, soft moments in the midst of the chaos that really, really make the holiday season special. Boy, you're and, not kidding, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, so we, we already talked about it, but I was in town for Thanksgiving, and I, I had a I had a whole mindset going into this Jackson visit, man. I wanted to be incognito, okay? I didn't want any... <laughs> I, I did not... <laughs> You my, idiot. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I did not, didn't want to be recognized at all. I cut Incredible. my hair. I didn't wear my hat. I masked up everywhere that I possibly could so that nobody yeah. I, for you know health health and no, I'm I'm triple vaxxed, man. I was covering up my face because I didn't <laughs> want anybody anybody to know it was me. And so you sound like me when I go to a pipe show. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right, man. Who's the furry little hobbit over there with the hoodie on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't don't say two words. Uh, that's that idiot that has that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, so that's the thing, man. The, the, the one person, well, it was technically two, but the one person that I'm really made an exception for, I was like, yeah. I want to make sure I lay eyes on John David yeah. For, yeah. For, for two reasons. One <laughs> is that I, I miss you, man. And, and I want to see you and I, I like seeing you and it's, it's nice being at the country squire and, and seeing you in, in your element and yeah, man, yeah. You're not kidding. The place was just jumping. You had so many people there. Um, you know, you were busy. You know, you had food laid out. I mean, like, it was like nothing had changed, honestly. It's like there's random food all over the place. What's the occasion? Uh, somebody just brought it. Uh, yeah, no, that, no, that's <laughs> literally what happened. I, I don't know if you caught the open <laughs> bottle of Boodles that was sitting on the counter. Like, uh -huh. you know, it just, I mean, folks were just smoking and you know, just making merry. And I mean, we just, all we needed was a Yule log, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So that, so, you know, it was, it was just wonderful, man. It was wonderful to be there and be in that presence. That was one of the reasons I wanted to do it. There was another reason. There was another reason I wanted to, to, to make a little stop by uh, the shop because you had been talking and telling me about these amazing anniversary cigars that are a little kind of late in their debut because of course the pandemic yeah. threw off everything. Of yeah. course. But as you were kind of talking about it and getting really excited about it and telling me about it, I was like, oh, well, these are going to be available when I'm in town. And you're like, well, I mean, they'll be in town while you're in town. They won't necessarily <laughs> be for sale. So I popped over to the, the, the liquor store right next door. I picked up a bottle of Boodles and I thought, let me just drop this bottle of Boodles on uh, John David for about five <laughs> seconds and see if I can't uh, grease the wheel a little bit. And man, that you man. hooked me up. <laughs> 
time. <laughs> you know, it actually worked out really good. We we are today going to talk about the Country Squire 50th anniversary cigar, uh, which Bo is uh, is referencing here. But it, it was it was really neat. Bo comes, you know, kind of weaseling his way in, catches me kind of <laughs> off guard in a moment of weakness and all this stuff. And and you know, it, it, it's just uh, it, it worked out great. But uh, we did want to talk about it on air, and it was the perfect opportunity for me to get one of these in Bo's hands so he could so he could smoke it so he could try oh, it man. and uh man enjoy it with some friends and all that kind of stuff and and then we could kind of give a little overview to you the faithful country squire radio listener so man and i want to share kind yeah. of my my smoking experience with with the cigar but first why don't you tell yeah. us a little bit about like you know if you've done this before you've had kind of specialty country squire items that have been on sale commemorative yeah. pipes and uh blends and that sort of thing when you're thinking about a cigar and you're thinking about who are you going to partner with? How is this, you know, what, what do you like? I, I'm, I'm very curious because as a tobacconist and as somebody who is kind of a, you know, a pipe tobacco centric person, Hey, I've seen you with several stogies on several occasions. So it's yeah. not like you're not a yeah. cigar person, but I'm curious, like, where do you draw your inspiration? Like what was kind of your mindset in going into getting these, uh, these, these 50th anniversary cigars. Yeah. We, we wanted someone to do this cigar that was going to be the best. And, and, and when I say that, I, you know, it's not like, Oh, uh, this is the best cigar, uh, in the world or anything like that. We're, we're certainly not claiming that, but, um, but we wanted to come out with a, a reason, a relatively reasonably priced cigar that was going to be a heavyweight in its class and use some of, you know, what would be known as considered some of the best, uh, the best tobacco in the world. And, and, you know, as a, as a pipe smoker and as someone that kind of has my finger on the pulse of that side of the industry a little more, you know, this is a stretch for me, right? Because, uh, you know, we sell cigars, we love cigars, we, we promote cigars, smoke a lot of cigars, you know, it's, it's not my first love. And so I had to lean on some other people to kind of help me with the process and all that. I, I know what I like, I know what I enjoy, I know what my customers like and enjoy, but you know, it, this was very much a, a kind of a team effort of uh, of everybody at the Squire and some select uh, customers that I knew mm. I could help me with this. We were disappointed, number one, that it didn't come out last year. I mean, last year was our 50th anniversary and, you know, we wanted to do that. But but as you know, COVID uh, kind of upended the whole um, the whole apple cart. Um, but, you know, it, this was one of the few things that we weren't able to do on time or at all, uh, just, you know, because of uh, all the events in the world. But but after two years of painstaking preparation and, you know, blending, experimenting back and forth, testing different prototypes and all this kind of stuff, we finally landed on this particular recipe. And we're going to use today the, as an opportunity to kind of, um, you know, kind of tell you about it. Okay. So I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to ask a lot of dumb questions. <laughs> no, that's great. I, I, there are no stupid questions. Well, and you know, it's, it's beneficial because, you know, one of the things that we've kind of, uh, you know, mentioned, made mention of on the, on the show sparingly and, you know, over on the YouTube channel, I've kind of I've teed up the fact that, you know, we're, we're looking at this coming year as a really exciting time for Country Squire Radio, where we've got a lot yep. of brand new series that will be rolling out that people will. It'll be a watershed year for the show. It, it's yeah. it's going to be it's going to be great, man. And, and we're really yep. excited, to, excited to share these new series with folks and, and that kind of thing. You know, you, you come to Country Squire Radio, you know, you think pipe tobacco. We're going to we're about to be talking about cigars. And it's exciting because I think there's a lot of connection here. But also, there's a lot of ignorance here from my standpoint. You understand? <laughs> so it offers me more than normal. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Even more than normal. So it may, it offers me the opportunity to really ask some dumb questions. Yeah. Because I'm sure that many folks who may you know exclusively smoke a pipe uh, are are not you know they know oh cigar I know that's what it looks like I know generally what it smells like I you know I all cigars taste the same to me you know that that kind of mindset yeah sure and, yep. and, and so like you know you, you mentioned kind of coming up with the right blend okay now I hear that and I'm thinking well I know pipe tobacco blend you're literally blending the leaves of tobacco but you know a cigar is a stick you don't blend a stick <laughs> so you're gonna have to you have to break that down for me man like what what is the process there Man, let's let's virtually blend the cigar. Yeah, man, it, you know there are so many similarities in the cigar and pipe world. You know, it, the tobacco itself. If you just think about that in particular, you know, the tobacco from a pipe tends to be more delicate, more nuanced. It, um, you know, has a 
uh, a, a wispier characteristic to it that makes it maybe a little more approachable, kind of a different animal. Cigar tobacco uh, is going to be more powerful, more blunt force. It's got, you know, a stronger uh, nicotine component to it. It makes the room smell differently. It's just a it's it's just a different animal. You've got bigger, stronger brush strokes in a cigar than you do a pipe. You know, and then of course that's aside from the whole fact that you know with the pipe you smoke it differently. It's a different uh, experience as far as sitting there tinkering with your pipe and all that. And the cigar, it's kind of nice because you light it and it just it's just done. <laughs> you just kind of get to sit back and and enjoy it. You know, cigars are made of multiple tobacco leaves. I was explaining this to a new cigar smoker in the shop just the other day. And if you're a, you know, a pipe smoker, you may just not really understand this or be be aware, but you look at a cigar and on the outside of the cigar you see a leaf that is uh surrounding the entire outside of the cigar and it's uh, a lot of times they're beautiful. You can see the veins of the leaf and you know any kind of little, you know, maybe natural imperfections from the plant. It's just a really elegant way to, um, you know, to showcase what you're smoking and be very aware that you're smoking a, a plant, you know, something that was grown and hand rolled. But what you may not be aware of is the inside of this cigar on the inside of that, of that out, that wrapper, that, that leaf on the outside, we call the wrapper on the inside of this cigar is totally different tobacco. This cigar is not made of one leaf. It's not made of one type of leaf. That's just all the way through Cigars are blended just like pipe tobacco. You know, you have to think of all the same things that you think of with pipe tobacco. You have to think of taste and and flavor and strength on your palate. You have to think of how the cigar is going to burn, if it's going to combust appropriately. You have to think of even the room note. I mean, all these things go together just like you would blend a pipe tobacco. And so now the end result is different, obviously. You have, you know, cigars typically aren't the, you know, as aromatic, at least in the same way as we think of pipe tobacco. But they, you know, that, but that's all the same things apply uh, when you're, when you're doing that. So a lot of times with the cigar, because, you know, these are premium cigars are whole leaves. When you, when you look at a cigar, you might be tempted to think that it's got a bunch of leaves that are all kind of chopped up and then filled up in there. But actually, this is a whole leaves that are filling the inside of the cigar. So they're just like wrapped up tightly. They're just ra- bunched up and wrapped and rolled tightly. Yeah. That's exactly right. And um, and it's so fun to watch a uh, – if you ever get the chance to watch someone make a cigar. And, and you know, like next time we go to New Orleans, yes, which sir. I'm sure we will, you know, in the near future, like, man, just try to pay – after we have this conversation, try to pay a little closer attention to what those folks are doing behind the counter at, at the cigar factory because it's just – it's just incredible. It really is. They are taking entire leaves of tobacco and rolling it expertly into this bundle and, you know, different sizes and shapes that are all all have to be uniform. Somehow they know how to do it just to make it draw just right, you know, where just the right amount of air can flow through the cigar, uh, you know, where it doesn't get plugged up with stems and, um, and pits and tears and all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, just really interesting, but yeah, when you when you think about cigars, they're blended just like pipe tobacco. Man, okay, that's that's fascinating. I guess that's the component portion I find interesting. Is it yeah. that the the wrapped leaf? So, do you, all right, how do I how do I ask this question? Like in my mind, I'm thinking <laughs> again. I feel embarrassed asking some of these questions. They're just stupid people. All they're right. just <laughs> stupid people. <laughs> all right, like I I you know I think about like if if I was to like layer on pancakes right like if i like giant pancakes right so you had like a blueberry pancake and then a chocolate chip pancake and then a walnut pancake and then i rolled those together right to make a pancake cigar did i just blend it you know what i mean like or or is it really more like several of these leaves are kind of blended pressed and then what is pressed together ends up getting rolled when we say blend it's not you're thinking you know it's tempting to think of like when we're blending pipe tobacco, it's 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 tempting to think of the verb like, you know, mechanically mixing leaves together. You know what I mean? Right. But, but the blend with the cigar is is finding the right combinations of leaves that work to produce a desired outcome smoke. Interesting. That's, that's the blend. So are the leaves themselves, though, like do they go through separate processes or like would, you know, cure it in different ways? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. Some of them are air cured. Occasionally you'll see a fire cured leaf. You know, there's leaves that have been sun grown and, and you know, more exposed to to light and, and maybe heat. And so that makes them stronger and more robust. You know, some of the leaves are, are even when they harvest the tobacco differently. You've got the tobacco plants that are stalk cut that, you know, the entire plant is uh, is, okay. is cut at the bottom and hung up. You've got others that are uh, the leaves individually are cut uh, as they become uh, ripe. And so, um, you know, it's just uh, it, it just depends on um, on on all those things. Uh yeah, there's all a lot to it. All right, all right. I know we got way into the weeds here, but like I, I know, yeah, we kind of did. <laughs> but this is I feel like this is important. We're going to have an episode early next year that's going to be kind of revisiting yeah. some of this topic, and I feel like I'm I'm going to re-listen to this episode in preparation because uh, I want my questions to be very educated. It's <laughs> actually future. a good idea, you know, but uh, like Bo kind of mentioned earlier, we've been talking recently about, you know, just the future of the show and bringing back that sense of really what we started with, with Country Squire Radio, kind of bringing the spirit and the elements of a pipe shop to, you know, the, the conversations you would hear in a pipe shop to the world. You know, we're trying to do that with Country Squire Radio, and that's kind of our thesis statement from the beginning. And so, I think we're probably going to have more conversations like this down the road. Just interesting things that might be tangential to uh, to pipe smoking that um, you know we think are worth talking about. That's so, right. Anyway, That's right. Yeah, we'll we'll revisit cigars in the near future. All right. So getting back to the fiftieth anniversary, though. So yeah. you know, yeah. finding that degree of excellence that you really wanted to be communicated in the pipe, finding the right experts in the in the field and then also i love that you said you also kind of communicated with the local community of the shop as well folks that are yeah. uh, that are that are part of the country squire uh community ultimately what 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 was kind of the the final final how did you end up with this particular cigar what i wanted from the beginning and and this is this was really from the beginning of the whole process and and it's a process that we mimicked too with our 50th anniversary pipe tobacco that we did with sutliff that i'm that i'm so proud of and that we still sell but we wanted to make a cigar smoker's cigar. Uh, we didn't want to make a um, a mass market thing that was super approachable. We we wanted to do something that you know, frankly, a a a real cigar smoker was going to hold this cigar up and be like, man, that's a that's a good cigar. You know, th- this is something that uh you know a more sophisticated palate would really uh, really enjoy. And so, um, man, we tried hard and. Uh, worked with uh, Terrence Riley and the folks at Aganorsa Cigar, sitting down with them and, and just making sure that uh, we had the blend right, went back and forth on different prototypes and I think did a good job. Yeah. And, and, and you know, going back to that, that you know, who to select to make this cigar, right? Aganorsa, we think they simply have the best leaf in the industry. They're formerly known as Casa Fernandez, but are kind of getting away from that name and have pivoted more into the Aganorsa leaf kind of nomenclature as far as their their marketing and stuff has gone. They've been blending cigars for other companies for years and years. Huh. And they finally, uh, over the past decade or so, have kind of been starting to put their own name on some of their best blends and their own cigars. It's kind of like a company that specializes in making products for other people, but then they're like, man, we're really good at this. We ought to put our own name on it. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. And, and eventually that's what they've done. And they've come out with hit after hit after hit. We love working with them. They have a, a real healthy footprint in our humidor, which we're uh, very proud of. But, you know, they major in just fantastic medium to full strength cigars. Even their Connecticut shade wrappers tend to feature a lot of pepper and a lot of uh, spice, which are just real pleasing to the the person that likes a more full-bodied cigar. And, and so anyway, we, you know, in brainstorming this concept, you know, they were the fir- one of the first names that came up to emerge. And as we thought about the quality that we really wanted in the cigar, we felt like we had to go with them because they were just uh, the ones that were eager to work with us, but also just had all the all the product that we wanted to be in 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 our golden jubilee cigar. You know, so when you're looking at the cigar, this cigar has a uh, what we call an oscuro wrapper. The oscuro wrapper it's a it's it's a type of Maduro essentially. It's almost like a double fermented Maduro. Oscuro wrappers are are dark. Uh, they're oily. They've been uh, you know fermented for this extra period of time to kind of give them this oily, meaty texture, which is just very full and delicious and smooth. It's wrapped in that. It's enveloped in this Oscuro wrapper. But then it's got a Corojo and Criollo uh, filler and binder. Uh, both oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A, um, a, yo, a, a cri- Criollo? A, a yo-yo and a hobo. Cremo- <laughs> 
Who now and what there? I know, right? Corojo and uh, Criollo wrapper and binder, which, you know, different strains, different varieties of the tobacco plant. Gotcha. Okay. That's right. And so, uh, you know, all these different, it's just like the pipe world. You know, you've got, uh, you know, Virginias and you've got different varieties of Burley and Condimental Leaves, Perique and Latakia and Orientals. And it's the same way with the cigar. You've got these different strains of tobacco, different varieties that uh, have their own characteristics. Some are brighter and more aromatic. Some are richer and darker. Some burn fast and slow. I mean, it's just, it's all the same kind of game. It's just a different package, you know, so. um, Gotcha. Okay. Huh. So that's it. But yeah, so uh, these leaves uh, come from the Jalapa and Esteli portions of Nicaragua. This is a really highly sought after place. The geography of Nicaragua is very, because of the the mountains, you've got these kind of micro climates that appear throughout the country, you know, so this part is, you know, very windy and it's got a lot of exposure to rain and less sun, but but just on the other side of the mountain, you've got more sun and less rain and it's just got this, you know, these really interesting little pockets that that create the the beautiful country of Nicaragua. And so Jalapa, part of Nicaragua, includes some of the most remote farms in the entire country. But the leaf here tends to be kind of reddish. The soft soil, it has this natural sweetness and more of an aromatic property to it. And then in Esteli, this is going to be, you know, if you're a cigar smoker and you are kind of into the cigar culture and nerdism and all that, you've probably heard of both these these areas. But uh, Esteli in particular, uh, you've probably heard of. It's a, a very popular part of Nicaragua to grow premium tobacco. And really the DNA of, of Nicaraguan tobacco comes from this area. When we think of Nicaraguan tobacco, we think of uh, full-bodied, spice, uh, flavorful, bold uh, these are tobaccos that come from strong, dense black soil, uh, which allows the tobacco to grow an extra long time, which uh, gets that real strong lajero, the lajero leaf that has a lot, a lot of nicotine, lots of power. Think blunt force, powerful cigar. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, a lot of sun exposure in this area, which uh, allows the leaves to get real thick and very flavorful. Um, and, and this is really kind of the DNA, uh, really the essence of the Nicaraguan cigar. And so, uh, so we think our, uh, we think our 50th anniversary cigar kind of majors in that, uh, which we're proud of. So, yeah. um, I, you know, I want to go into some tasting notes, but before I do that, I kind of want to hear what you thought about it. Okay. So I, like, like I said, I want to kind of share the smoking experience a little bit, right? So, you yeah. know, when yeah. I came into the shop, uh, you know, I, you know, you saw me, I was there with my brother and with my brother-in-law. And I'm in, you know, in a bottle of boodles. And so, right. you know, you, you, you hugged me, you went back and I'm like, man, I'm going to pay you. You're like, no, nah, they're not even in the system yet, which I'm still going to pay you for those cigars, by the way. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're good. You're good. And then like, you bring him out and I see the three cigars. Oh man, this is great. Can I have two I more? more. <laughs> I <know. laughs> well, cause I want one for my other brother, my dad. Like it was, a, you know, it was a you miss. You don't want to leave anyone out. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's good. It worked out great. <laughs> I felt so bad about that though, man. Like that, I, I can't tell you how much that was weighing on me. Like, man, oh, these are these premium cigars no sweat, and man. everything we, else. We got to make sure, we got to make sure the whole York crew is, uh, is well prepared, well taken care of. Well, we, we certainly were. And so, uh, the thing is, man, we were actually, we were going to smoke them one night. Uh, I think that night, if, or maybe it was the following night, but everybody was just so beat. And the well, I say that half of us were so beat, and the other half were not. And the other half that were not, I was in that crowd. Uh, <laughs> started lighting up the cigars, and everything's great. And then the other half was like, "We got to do this tomorrow night." And it was too cold outside, and it was just too much. And everything. Yeah. I was like, "I was like, oh snap!" And so like the rest of us that had been smoking were like, "Okay, how do we surgically like protect?" <laughs> This cigar, you know what I mean? <laughs> you did not, you did not put your cigar out and then relight it the next night. I, it sounds like you did. <laughs> I, I, I was not the only one. I hate to say uh, that, that did that. <laughs> it gets worse, man. So I was so unprepared because all of my gear is at the house. I didn't bring yeah, a cigar cutter yeah. with me, and so we're at that. We're at my parents' house. They don't have a cigar cutter, and so. Um, okay, you know we we talked about pipe tools. A, Right. Oh no. Oh, yeah. I'm. I'm interested to see how you MacGyvered this. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. I give people you a hard time about the rusty nail pipe tool situation, right? Right. Right. Uh, you know those like, you know the scissors that are like really long. They kind of have the weird curve on them. Like they're like, like sewing scissors. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> did you use a did you use a sickle to cut uh, <laughs> your fiftieth anniversary? Well, before that, I tried a steak knife. <laughs> <laughs> premium cigar not even on the market yet i'm one of like very few people on the planet yeah you're one of like you know eight people that's actually smoked it yeah yet. and i'm like, <laughs> you're, I'm like you're hacking away at it with a uh with a butcher knife it was it was it was heresy it was like tobacco heresy man i felt you know so what, bad if anyone could get away with it it'd be you <laughs> well anyway i, I saw a nice little chunk on <laughs> got it open my brother actually got real uh my youngest brother actually got real Good and got, he got a punch cut out of it with uh, he had a, yeah. with the knife that he was he was cutting with and he got a really nice little punch cut out of it and I kind of felt embarrassed that his was you know so much nicer I was like all right you do the rest you get everybody else set up <laughs> but anyway they wasn't it wasn't too it wasn't too far gone we were able to we were able to <laughs> to salvage That's- those and then on top of that I, I kind of um, I may have switched out with somebody else's uh, unsmoked cigar when we <laughs> when we actually Good. got a chance to enjoy them. Good, <laughs> uh, but man. Great conversations. Uh, just really, actually, you know, I, I, I'll share this. I actually like while we were while we're recording right now. I actually just got a text from my brother, uh, really wanting to kind of follow up on the conversation we were having on the porch, uh, oh, enjoying those wonderful. cigars. And it's just you that's know the kind of stuff that happens in a in a pipe shop. Man, is uh, is that um, that connectivity? It really is. Yeah, it's it's kind of gathering around the little mini fire in your in your in your palm if it's a pipe. And in this uh, situation, it was a cigar. But man, we just. We had a great time and I'm sitting there the entire time too. Cause I'm, I'm having this really great moment with my family, but I'm also trying to have my, you know, country squire radio hat on thinking like, okay, what, what, what are the, what are the flavors that I'm picking up? Uh, you know, what are, what are the textures and tasting notes? Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. And maybe again, this, this all plays into my ignorance, right? Like I feel as though if it was a pipe tobacco, I would have more of a lexicon to be able to communicate what it was I was tasting. Yeah. But yeah. the main thing I thought was like, this is not light. This is, this is <laughs> like heavy, but not like, not like unbear, like not, not, um, not too much. Like I could, I could handle it, but I could tell I was taking some weight, if that makes sense. Which, yeah, sure. Which is yeah. not a flavor profile at all, but just kind of like a, you know, from someone who's not a constant cigar smoker, who's kind of more of an occasional cigar smoker. Yeah. You know, I've been more of a fan of lighter cigars. I really liked this one though. I mean, like this was yeah. probably, uh, you know, probably one of my favorite. It, it is well, it, it's definitely one of my favorites. It might be my favorite cigar that I've ever smoked. It was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I really am. But uh, you know, I think your your points there are are valid. I mean, that the, those those tasting notes, those uh, you know, sensory uh, experiences you have while you're trying the cigar, that uh, the weightiness of it. Uh, that's, that's part of the experience, you know, something where while you're smoking the cigar, you're thinking like, yeah, I'm I'm glad I ate tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, uh, someone even said based on how I cut it, since it was just like, I was taking the full force of it and everything like that's going to punch you in the face. I was like, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Glad I ate a big meal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great, man. No, that's, it's good. There is, you know, there, there is some cross pollination between uh the way we talk about pipe tobacco and the way we talk about cigars but but you find a lot of uh you know a lot of different you know adjectives that come up or or at least adjectives that are used more in the cigar that aren't used as much in in when we discuss uh you know pipe tobacco uh tasting but with the country squire 50th anniversary cigar that oscuro wrapper with the amount of criollo and and uh corojo uh, leaf in the middle it gives off this initial. It, it, it changes. It changes through the cigar. Mm. Uh, when you first light it, it does tend to punch you in the face. And, and frankly, <laughs> that's not just if you do a big open cut or a uh, a punch cut or a V cut, which is my my personal favorite. You know, that's kind of all over the board. Just the way the cigar was blended, it, it kind of comes out pretty strong out of the gate. So uh, we've got uh, kind of a, a charred flavor, coffee grounds. Uh, heavy cedar. Uh, these are, you know, very kind of blunt force flavors and, and experiences that you get just from initially smoking the cigar. So it's real rich and uh, lets you know that, hey, I'm here. We're going to do business, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it settles down. It settles down and really rewards you with what you think of as, as trademark for that Oscuro wrapper, which is an oily smoke, something that's real thick and velvety. It has a, a real nice cocoa powder element to it that kind of comes out uh, like a baking chocolate mm. and a dark chocolate that uh, that eventually makes itself known. 
Uh, so there's just a little bitterness there that's that's very pleasant. And then as you keep going through the cigar, uh, just a just a hint of mulled fruit, uh, some plum, uh, black cherry notes, kind of kind of start to peek through a little bit. Certainly not a first and foremost flavor that you get from this cigar, but a nice supporting character there. So. It's a well-made cigar. It's something that, like we, you know, went out for. It's a we think it's a cigar smoker's uh, cigar. You know, this is one that uh, that you'll want to enjoy yourself. Not smoke in a hurry. Not inhale uh, any amount of at all whatsoever. <laughs> it's a it's a good stick. So we, wow. uh, man, we we thoroughly hope you enjoy it. And you know, I, I, it goes without saying. Well, it should probably go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Not only is it a, a fantastic cigar, but it, it it's it's. You don't think about this with cigars, but it's a good-looking cigar. Like the the wrapper that you've got, that silver band. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I how do I say this? I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know you could look that classy. You didn't know we had it in us. <laughs> you know, the country squire is such like a you know like you know like we're like you know it's it's in Jackson, yeah. Mississippi. And I say this as someone from Jackson, Mississippi. I like like I know I know us right and yep. and I know yep. class. And that was more class than us. It was. It was. You know. <laughs> hey, that's actually a good way to put it. Yeah, we. <laughs> you know, we uh, we talk about our shop. Obviously, we're proud of it, and it's historic and all this stuff. But we're kind of like the country cousin out there that you know is in the corner that no one really knows what to do with. You know, when you know shops like you know the Briar Shop in Houston, or you know, you name it. Uh, you know, Strauss Tobacconist that we mentioned a few weeks ago, or one of these. Uh, other shops, you know, these are these are like the more sophisticated uh, uncle, right? right and, and we're right. and we're kind of the uncle that like people scratch their head and are like, what do you what do you do with that one? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but man, we're we're proud of this particular uh, man labeling, and we had a graphic designer who's been one of our customers for years and years. He worked on this uh, really hard. We went through a lot of iterations of uh, of artwork for this. Man, just really happy with how it came out, and and also how um how the leaf uh, actually looks itself. You know, that's part of the experience, as we know. Of what we're not, you know, vision senses are not just uh, left at the door when we experience tobacco products. That's you know, right. When we, that's right. Uh, open a tin of pipe tobacco. We we're looking at uh, how the leaves are are blended, and 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 even really good blenders are gonna think about the color and the visual uh, presentation of a pipe tobacco when it's. Uh, when it's blended and and when it, and how it's going to look when you age it and open the can and all that kind of stuff and so um, so we're we're really happy with how this came out and I think with that shield kind of silver lining on the logo with the tobacco leaves it uh it did well so um, man and just to let you know too there are only three thousand of these made I was about to ask yes there, there's only three thousand of these made well so two thousand we, uh, nine hundred and ninety five yes right. <laughs> Right, <laughs> minus the handful that uh, that I've smoked as well. But um, man, yeah, that you know, they're um, it, so it, it's a limited edition uh, cigar. It's one of those that if people if people like, we may uh, you know bring these back out in the future for a second run. But anyway, just really proud of it. They'll be available coming this Friday, which you know will be I guess it's December third. That's correct. And um, you can buy them uh, in singles for uh, nine ninety eight a piece, or you can buy them in a bundle of twenty. So. Oh. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, really, really fired up about that. All right, man. And also, uh, can we make mention of maybe a little bit of a special yep. deal for the yep. people that support this podcast? Man, for pe- for people that support this podcast, <laughs> yep, we, <laughs> we will, man. We're going to uh, honor Patreon uh, for all our Patreon supporters that are that are there and active uh, actively supporting the show, uh, we're actually going to release a, a coupon code that you can go online and actually receive a ten percent discount on uh, on your cigar purchase. And so, man, that'll be great. We want to you know just treat y'all with at least a little something to uh, to thank you for supporting us. That's right. We'll blast that out this week, uh, so you'll be able to get that. And uh, yeah, go go get these sticks. They're gonna be great great stocking stuffers. But you're not even. I mean, you're gonna smoke them before Christmas. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> They're good stuff, man. Well, hey, you know, what I love is this product is is definitely uh, cared for and created by some really, really fantastic folks in the industry, some people who really, really know their craft. And when we talk about people who know their craft, man, we think about just a, an entire uh, industry packed, jam-packed with talent from, from the cigar spectrum all the way over to the pipe spectrum. And when I'm talking the pipe spectrum and I'm talking creative geniuses and design and that mirroring of that, you know, that country feel but that high class 
uh, veneer that goes into all of that. Man, mm. there, there's no other name that can be thrown into the mix. And with this kind of transitional skills than our good friends at <laughs> Missouri Mearsham. You nailed it. <laughs> you, you did, man. You crushed it. You knocked it out of the park, man. We have, uh, of course, such a good relationship with Missouri Mearsham, and they are a, a big part of the reason why we're able to continue to uh, to do this show week after week. And, man, we'd encourage you to go to their website. They have a beautiful new pipe, the Kingston Judge, uh, that is available on their website. It is so handsome. It's got this uh, kind of Rhodesian look with the two little lines at the top and a round shank. Elegant oh, wow, yeah. uh, burgundy hand-cut stem uh, that's on the end of this, an Italian stem. It's just very, very uh, handsome with a uh, with a small nickel band uh, as a ferrule. And so uh, it's just a very, very pretty pipe and uh, something that uh, I think you'll be uh, proud to uh, to smoke and, and also to show off. So um, go to go check it out. You can go to corncobpipe.com and uh, check it out there. It retails for $30.99. And uh, if you get it, uh, you'll be really happy with the uh, quality of this particular pipe. And of course, the folks at Missouri Meerschaum will quickly send it right to your front door. That's right. And if you got a Kingston Judge uh, coming in this Christmas, when you unbox it, be sure to take those pictures, send it up to Twitter and all the rest of the social media. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Mearsham know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers... Hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe Question of the Week. Question of the week coming in from club member Zachary Lanscron. All right. Zach comes in. He says, hey, guys, I have a buddy who was looking for a certain pipe, and I was just wondering if there are any custom creators that could do a commission pipe. Now, this is interesting, John David, because I know that there are a lot of, you know, amazing pipe carvers out there that kind of, you know, take inspiration from all over yeah. the place. And we've seen some amazing... Yeah. Uh, I actually some amazing pipes that we very recently talked uh, about on this uh, on with with Quinn, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from some of these yep. up and coming uh, pipe carvers. But if that's you, right, we had a, a great episode with Quinn a few weeks back about the up and coming pipe uh, makers. Yeah, that's right. But if you've got if uh, you know like Zachary's buddy here, if you've got a pipe in mind and you want to commission it. What do you recommend? Or is there a process there? Yeah. There is a process. The thing is, it's actually a lot, you know, more simple to do this than you might think. So if you're involved in the pipe community, when I say that, that sounds so official, you know. <laughs> if, if, Did you what make I'm, a blog post? Did you take a I picture mean, and slap a I'm hashtag on it? I'm not even saying that. Like, yeah, <laughs> if, if involved in the pipe community uh, really to some extent just means, hey, you, you follow a bunch of uh, cool pipe-related stuff on Instagram. <laughs> you know? By listening to this you know? podcast. 
podcast, you are now officially part of the pipe. You community. are now a part of the pipe community. That's right. And uh, man, maybe not a very active member, but 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 you know, it's a first step, right? Um, and so, uh, man, there the, the the key is just finding an artisan pipe maker. That's the thing. You're not going to go to um, you know, as a consumer, uh, you're not going to go to let's say Peterson and say, "Hey, can you make me one pipe that looks like I don't know." A, a, a parakeet <laughs> or something, you know. Right. I mean, Peterson is not going to do that for Aww. you. They're not unless. Well, I mean, they, you know, if you give them enough gold doubloons, they probably will. But, <laughs> um, right, but, right. but my guess is Peterson, Savinelli, you know, Dunhill. They're not going to come up with this one-off pipe uh, uh, just for you. That's just not kind of in their wheelhouse. But, um, but the the artisan pipe maker, particularly in the United States. This is oftentimes what they do. They take commissions. They a lot of times they do make pipes that are just kind of their own inspiration, and then they you know are hoping that it comes out well, and then they you know if they're pleased with it, will put it on the market. They'll set a price at what they think it's worth, and and on and on. But you know a lot of what these pipe makers do, a big chunk of their business is is our, our commissions, and, and and there's a reason for that. It's so comforting to have a list of people that are waiting for one of your pipes. You know, think if you're a full-time pipe maker and that's what you, that's how you pay your bills that, you know, your rent is paid by, and and your family is fed by making pipes and selling them. That is what you do. Man, it's, it's, it's really nice to have a list of people that are waiting on you to produce something for them. Mm -hmm. And so the whole key is just to get on someone's list and, and talk to, uh, talk to pipe makers that are out there. Of course, we have so many friends in the pipe making world that uh, that we've mentioned on the show multiple times. Uh, a couple names that come to mind: Nate Rose, we talked to a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jim Deshane, who his longtime uh, friend of the show. You, you know, there's there's pipe makers all over the country. The key is to find someone you think who's an artisan pipe maker. And you like their work, you like their style, you like what you see from them, the materials they use, maybe their technique in sandblasting or, uh, you know, the certain stem kind of uh, materials they do. Maybe they're really good at something in particular, like, a you know, stem work or working with olive wood or, you know, whatever it is. But find a, an artisan pipe maker that you like and uh, and reach out to them. And, and, and it's literally as simple as sending a message on um, on Instagram, uh, Googling their website and uh, and sending them an email, trying to find their Facebook page and uh, and connecting with them there. You know, it's, it's just really not that difficult uh, to do. And so and, and a lot of these guys, they, you know, just to give you a heads up, uh, these these artisan pipe makers, they there's a really good chance they're going to have a waiting list. I mean, that's that's how they kind of make their, you know, make it work is that they've got kind of a, a list of people to work through. And and so it may take you a while to get, uh, you know, said commissioned pipe. But uh, if you connect with the right artisan, they'll know what you're talking about, what you're going for and go back and forth. They might even send you some drawings and that kind of thing. You'll come to an agreement on a price for that specific uh, piece that you're going for and they'll give you an estimate and, um, and then uh, it's off to the races. So, um, anyway, Zachary, I hope that uh, hope that kind of helps. Great question, Zach. Uh, thanks so much for that. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send it into the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listen to feedback. All right, man, we got one in from Joel who says, Hi, guys, pipe smoker here and fellow reformed dude in his 30s. On a recent podcast, you mentioned pipe smoking in academia. I think this is a great topic. I'm a college librarian and long-term pipes, long-time pipe smoker whose journey started out when I was a college student and then rediscovered thanks to another pipe smoking librarian who mentioned me. Man, pipe smoking librarian. That I feel like that should have been one of our archetypes back in the that's day. That's its own thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's incredible. That's yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> uh, my love affair with pipes all started out when my friends and I in college would try to time our walk to class so we could walk behind an old German professor who always smoked a pipe on his way to his classes. That's awesome. (laughs) I never asked what he smoked, but it smelled divine. I think it was most likely a vanilla aromatic uh, after struggling with a drugstore pipe and Captain Black while while in college, a gurgling hot mess. I took a break for a few years, but rediscovered it after moving to Lancaster, PA. 
that's unfortunate. Lancaster is a, a, a terrible, terribly named city for a terrible family that stole the throne from the Yorks. Anyway. Uh, Dude, and, whatever. Lancaster, Pennsylvania is awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying the origin of their name is a tragedy, as is the family. That's, that's the home of, like, caramel, man. You can't you can't not Lancaster. Anyway, go ahead. You, you get your chocolate mints the way that God intended. Uh, and visiting a very old tobacco <laughs> shop that has since closed. A basket pipe. Lane 1Q, CND, uh, Epiphany, and the intrigue of my fellow librarian folding flakes into his Dragon Claw Meerschaum relaunched my pipe smoking journey. Anyways, oh, that's cool. Great topic idea, and I hope to hear more of it soon. Joel. Well, Joel, man, thanks so much for the feedback. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there is actually a series that we've got coming up that I think would be right up your alley as a pipe smoking librarian. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I'll say about that right now. That'll be that'll be that's interesting. Yeah, kind of leaning into that uh, next year stuff and content of the future. That's uh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, you know, I had a couple friends in college, believe it or not, that majored in library science, and I didn't even know that was a, <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I I, I had no idea. Well, but it you is. know, I Mississippi mean, State, you know, you got to figure out what you're going to give a degree in because you know you can't just all. Well, being... it's better than going to Ole Miss and getting a degree in gift shop. <laughs> Who, I mean, like I agree with you. I am. Not <laughs> I am not <laughs> the enemy of my enemy, my friends. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> By the way, did y'all exactly. win or did y'all lose? I, I never, I never didn't pay attention to the game. We lost the Egg Bowl, man. It was painful. It was really painful. We, uh, we, we gave it up, man. We had some so many good opportunities to win, but we, uh, we didn't pull it out. Yeah. So, uh, I, and anyway, they they get the best of us this year. We'll we'll see them next year. Every every year, <laughs> I have the same joke with my brother who who went to Ole Miss, and uh, and you know the Egg Bowl comes on. I don't. You remember Zoolander? You remember the? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So they're all in the coal mine, like after their day in the coal mine, they're like watching the game, and he comes up. He's who's winning the match? I know. And then his dad, <laughs> he just says state. And so uh, I always wait until state's winning the game, and then I come up to my brother and was like, "Who's winning the match?" <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That is great. Yeah, we'll get them next year. All right. All right. Best of luck to you, man. Uh, great episode. Great to get uh, kind of a, a, a preliminary education in cigars, which was unintentional because we really mostly wanted to talk about this particular cigar. But I think it actually. Yeah, yeah no, it's good. I, I know it helps me to appreciate kind of the story behind the cigar to kind of go into those. Uh, maybe more minute details. I hope other folks enjoyed it. And man, I really hope that a lot of folks, uh, you know, if, if you are uh, a fan of cigars, if uh, if you want to kind of give, give one a try, as John David said, this is a cigar for cigar smokers. So if you, you know, it, it, it might be an interesting entry level if you're a, if you're a pipe smoker picking this one up, but I'd be curious if, to get the yeah, feedback. If this is the first cigar you've ever smoked, just, I, well, I, I probably would just say don't. <laughs> 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 but uh, maybe make it the second or third and and, and definitely uh, definitely eat a good meal before you do. Well, there you go, man. <laughs> hey, we want to hear your uh, feedback through, uh, from enjoying the cigar and just in general about the show. Uh, you can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Squire Radio. You can follow John David at John David Cole or the shop at underscore Country Squire. But all that information and more, including where you can nominate for the best of 2021, including yes. where you can get your order in for your Country Squire Radio ring. All of that and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Man, it is. Uh, yeah, we the holidays are. It's not even fast approaching. We're just in it, man. We're just in it. It's not even December. I mean, it, as we're recording, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, it's it's painful, man. It's like bam, just you know. I talked earlier about you know blunt force trauma. You know, uh, uh, you know, getting these tasting notes from a really strong cigar, and man, I feel like I feel like December is kind of you know, get back in your box, December. You know? <laughs> No, I say bring it on, man. Go back to your crate. (laughs) Hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother.
Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.